0: This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Anastasia. And it's Friday the 29th of October.
1: Great to have you hosting the pod today, Stage. Now, NAB is facing criminal charges and fines for failing to pay long service leave entitlements to more than 4,000
0: Victorian casual employees. Kellogg's, the world's famous (laughs) cereal company, is facing a class action lawsuit in the US. With the lawsuit alleging that Kellogg's Pop-Tarts product just don't have enough strawberries (laughs) in them. Only in America, hey?
1: Three really reliable stories today, Stage.
0: Let's do it, B-Man.
1: For our first, Coles reckons that customers are going to be spending up big time this Christmas, and they think the reason will be easing of lockdown restrictions.
0: Spend big in lockdown, spend big after lockdown. <laughs> hey, B-Man, what is the
1: story? Coles is one of Australia's biggest supermarket chains.
0: And we know that supermarkets did really well during COVID. And with lockdowns <laughs> continuing until pretty much now, Coles has continued to to do very nicely but things definitely aren't as
1: flash as they were in the heat of covid panic buying
0: in fact my friend for the three months to september 30 coles saw a tiny little 1.8 percent lift in supermarket sales to 8.62 billion
1: but somehow stage that ain't getting coles down
0: nope coles ceo reckons they're about to have their best christmas ever
1: with lockdowns easing coles reckons people are in the mood to spend big on things like food and things like liquor so what
0: is the key learning
1: well coles is up beat. They know there is still plenty of reason to be concerned.
0: Coles has said it's facing some challenges, like restrictions on the construction industry, pushing back store refurbishment plans.
1: And the fact that around 20,000 team members were required to isolate in Victoria and New South Wales across August and September.
0: And Coles is receiving price increases from suppliers who are also facing higher commodities costs on their end.
1: And on top of that stage, you know, as borders open, people will be thinking a little harder about where and how to spend their cash.
0: Hmm, uh, juicy Christmas turkey or flights back (laughs) to Queensland to see mum and dad. And don't forget the extra COVID costs Coles needs to factor in like ways to keep staff and consumers COVID safe.
1: Not to be the Grinch or anything here, Stage, but things aren't
0: always as good as they seem. And I reckon Coles knows it.
1: For our second story, Aussie shopping centre owner, Vicinity Centres, has taken a near 20% stake in the owner of Click Frenzy so they can unite and win you over. Stronger
0: Together B-Men, what is the story?
1: Vicinity Centres might not ring a bell for you, but it's actually Australia's second biggest owner of shopping centres.
0: Vicinity owns some of your faves, like Victoria's Emporium in Chadston.
1: Sydney's DFO over in Homebush.
0: Or Bris Vegas's My Centre.
1: <laughs> and here's a freaky fact for you you Two thirds of Australia's population live within 30 minutes of one of Vicinity's 61 centres. Now Global Marketplace, they're the parent company of the online sales GOAT Click Frenzy.
0: This crew have an audience of around 1.7 million online shoppers. And
1: Vicinity has taken out nearly 20% stake in Global Marketplace.
0: The online and offline worlds are colliding.
1: The deal will reportedly take Global Marketplace's value to a whopper number of 50 million bucks.
0: And bring Vicinity a ton of new customers.
1: So, stage, what is the key learning here?
0: United they stand, divided they fall. Vicinity and Global Marketplace (laughs) are technically rivals. One operates in the physical world and the other in the online world.
1: But the deal is a sign that the pair realise something, that they have a lot to offer one another.
0: We know Global Marketplace has an audience of 1.7 million shoppers.
1: And Vicinity has around
0: 7,000 retailers
1: in its centres.
0: And we also know that the use case of physical stores is starting to change through the introduction of click and collect.
1: And if you think about it, Stage, physical stores are turning into mini distribution centers.
0: So effectively, vicinity's 61 shopping centers could act as 61 distribution centers for global marketplace's customers. In other words, physical and digital retail are coming together in real life.
1: For our third and final story, LinkedIn is taking on Upwork and Fiverr and has launched a new platform for freelance workers.
0: Time to start that side hustle, B-man. Tell me more.
1: (laughs) Okay, so LinkedIn is It's the social media site that's designed for white-collar workers to link up and most definitely show off.
0: Gotta be sharing inspirational stories about the first job interview, of course. LinkedIn (laughs) also has its own job search feature and it's extremely popular.
1: Job hires on LinkedIn have increased more than 160% year over year.
0: And now LinkedIn is rolling out a new job search platform, but for short-term roles only. It's called Service Marketplace and it'll be in direct competition with other platforms for freelancers like Fiverr or Upwork. So what's the key learning here? Well, the job market has changed a lot in the last 10 years, and LinkedIn knows that it needs to keep up.
1: See, over the last decade, employees and employment arrangements around the world, they've started to shift from full-time permanent roles to short-term contract roles.
0: For context, B-Man, in Australia, there are around 1 million independent contractors.
1: And casual employees account for around 23% of all employees. That's up from 20% four years ago. So Sage, LinkedIn realized its current hiring platform was cutting out a massive chunk of the market. And LinkedIn hasn't really been able to monetize the job opportunities that freelancers have made
0: just through networking on LinkedIn itself. So by creating a new platform for freelancers, LinkedIn can eventually charge clients for job ads and
1: get a slice of that yummy, yummy freelance (laughs) pie. Flux fam, it was awesome to have Stage, our head of content here at Flux,
0: join me on the podcast today. Stage, how was it? I've got to say it was a little nerve wracking, but I think I did okay.
1: More than okay. I think Justin's very worried for his job. Thanks for listening Flux and we'll see you on Monday.